Hey everybody, what's up and welcome to the Unranked Podcast. We got episode 094 here for you and I'm Christian Humes bringing in the show. We got Tom Caswell on the line. Tom. Hello. Happy. What's going on, man? I am stressing out. Are you feeling festive? <laughs> so, am I, no, I'm not feeling festive at all. Uh, it's a very You're not feeling it's festive. very stressful holiday season. We got a real Grinch here. I'm not Grinchy. But I'm maybe like a, a who, a whovian that, not a whovian, like what do you call a who person? Who? Who? You know the who's. Who's on first? Cindy Lou Who or whatever. What are the names of the people what? in the Grinch? Why are you saying that? Because I probably feel like, I feel like uh, one of them. I was trying to do like a who's on first thing here and not <laughs> oh. be so depressing, Tom, at the start of the we're show. Both, uh, we're both Come a little on. out of it. <laughs> Come on. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm on top of my game here with episode 094, our 94th episode, Countdown to 100, Tom, which is really crazy. Yes, it is kind of right. Nuts. It's crazy. It is really kind of bonkers. I can't believe we're at almost 100. I, I was thinking about it last night, and I realized, like, wait, we've done this for almost 100 weeks? Yeah, and it was funny because um, even going back – like, I first started getting the 100-episode jitters around, like, episode 80. I was like, oh, shit, we're very close. But it still mm-hmm. felt kind of far away. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. now we're... I mean, we've already recorded... Spoiler alert, we've already recorded 95. So Correct. we would yeah. have to uh, record next week. So we yeah. only have four episodes after that before we have to record 100. And we and recorded kind of last week so early... That it feels like yeah. it's already been forever since we've recorded. Yeah, it has. Although imagine... we, we recorded a little episode of the Zeitheist podcast. Oh, sorry. There is yeah. no the. It's just, <laughs> it's just the Zeitheist. It's just, well, you can say the. <laughs> like, there's the unranked podcast, but the name of the podcast is unranked. Unranked. Sure. It's like, what, what show do you do? Oh, well, I'm on the unranked podcast. And I don't mean to. So we recorded an episode of that the other day. People should go check it out. It's The Last Jedi. Um, yeah review episode i think it i think it went very well but i want to say i listened to the first episode of Mm -hmm. the new rebranding of the show you emily and john are hilarious i was cracking up so everyone should go check out zeitheist podcast leave a review because it's it's legitimately funny especially just alone for her tommy wiseau story yeah, Emily is great. Emily yeah. uh, is an editor, improv artist, so she is she's very funny, very talented. She does some writing as well. Uh, she's a real gem, for mm, sure. A real gem. It, it's hard to find uh, a voice quite like her. She has a very particular voice. She we used to have a show for a brief time called Spoiler Cunts. Yes, uh, that show. She was a host on that show, but it it uh, essentially had to cease to exist just due to. The nature of one of the co-hosts we, there wasn't enough time for them to do it unfortunately but she's back now on our other show tom we have a great show here today and one of i'm not even going to do it like a fake segue or anything also we need to be on top of our game because you know dan ween is going to be counting these jokes <laughs> he's going to be so he's going to be we're already behind 20 behind. jokes a second yeah. yeah yeah you know that guy he's sitting there right now he's got like he's like a gym why did coach. the chicken he's like cross a gym the road coach. he's got like the little <laughs> clicker He's doing. Yeah. He's got one oh, in his yeah, hand yeah, with the, the time, and he's got another things. one that's that he's great. keeping count with. He's just sitting there going, "Oh, it's been uh, seventy-four seconds. I have, oh, that's one joke. There it is. That's one joke." <laughs> he's in like sweatpants I, I like with a high waistband. Uh, <laughs> so Gengar is one of my favorite Pokemon. This is great. truly like top ten Pokemon for me. 
I was very disappointed. I was very disappointed when we recorded ninety three and then recorded ninety five and we skipped over Gengar. I was like, ah, oh, such a great. I mean, in the top ten, mm-hmm. I would say mm-hmm. of Gen one. So the original artist for the Pokemon games, Ken Sujimori, his favorite Pokemon is Gengar. Now I like po- I like Gengar because of like he's a powerful ghost type. I'm not overly fond of his design. Oh, I love his design. His it's design just like a stretched out ball with like. Eh. So there's a couple of things I really like about the design of Gengar. First of all, a lot of people have noted and pointed out that he looks like the ghost version of a Clefairy. He looks like a dead mm. Clefairy. Which is interesting to me because as he evolves, he went from just being sort of a specter and astral form and ghastly to having more of a body, which I've always liked. And then now he's this fully solid hands, feet, fully, you know, complete torso. Gengar uh, Hunter has arms, his hands, actually, sorry, no arms. He has hands, but he doesn't have a torso. Gengar is a full Pokemon. I also like Rayman that he just has a giant mouth in the center of him, which is kind of horrifying. It's like he's just gonna open up and swallow you whole. It's it's creepy, and I guess that the reason I've always been disappointed is because Cl- Clefairy, Gengar, Pikachu, even to a certain extent, especially in the first generation, they all share similar body types. Like they're kind of just rotund with stubby arms and legs. Mm-hmm. But now that you're pointing out that like, oh, it's the ghost, it's the fucking walking corpse of Clefairy, then. <laughs> Then that's actually pretty pretty interesting. Even though it's simplistic, I like his mega evolution. Oh, I was about like to say I love his mega out. evolution. Yeah, he kind of just roids out a little bit. <laughs> I also pretty, pretty I like that his mega evolution is it's very ghost like in a different way. It takes mm. Haunter, I felt, is the most ghost like of the three Pokemon because he's got yeah. that wispy sort of tail off to him and he's got like the drapey hands and he floats above yeah. you. Gengar takes that same design and applies it to himself with the Mega Evolution. For the because, Mega Evolution. Yeah, he's Agreed. sort of like attached to the ground and like coming out of it. He's like some kind of like banshee flying at you, screaming. I Gengar is one of those Pokemon that typically, if not by the Elite Four, then in the post game, I always have a Gengar on my team. The Ghost yeah. type Pokemon, he's able to learn so many different move types that yeah. I'm able to put him on my team and then cut out having like uh, an electric type Pokemon because I can give him an electric attack through a TM. Yeah, having him on your team is such a boon because he just replaces the need to have three other types of Pokemon so you can really cut down on some some of the fat there. Yeah, great Pokemon. So, and then one last thing is I would just say Gengar is one of the first Pokemon that ever appeared in the animated show because, you know, the animated show, it opens with the opening of... Right, and so it has Nidorino fighting a Gengar... At the beginning. Just like the games. Oh, yep. so good. So, great Pokemon. Great Pokemon. Tom, what's going mm. on? What's uh, up? Nothing of huge consequence. I'm seeing the Elf musical tonight. It's based that on the movie. My... Sorry? Based on the movie? Yeah. I didn't know uh, that was I a thing. I assume so. I don't know if it's a sequel set in a musical. I ass- I ass- <laughs> it could be anything. It could be about Lord of the Rings elves. <laughs> oh my god wouldn't that be the whole Legal- thing is in elvish Legolas? yeah the whole thing's in elvish yeah. legolas is just rolling around singing while I doing mean, what, skateboarding what moves. is what is what is orlando bloom up to nowadays nothing much like he's got a well he just did that pirates movie lifestyle which movie he just did pirates five was he in the fifth Pirates? oh yes that was like the oh, big right. thing about it 
Oh, Orlando Bloom Returns. I liked those movies back in the day. Boy, did they not age well. No. Well, the first one, I concede, is still great. Oh, interesting. I always thought the second was the best of them. (coughs) The third was uh, utter trash. The third movie was so bad. I thought four was okay. Did you see the fourth one? Yeah, I did. You know what was the last one I saw? You know what the problem is? I hate Johnny Depp these days. I hate Johnny. Not Depp. just because he's a terrible human that beats I've that always beats women, hated Johnny Depp. but I also just cannot stand his acting anymore. At some yeah. point, or his face, which is, I'm furious about him being in Fantastic Beasts. I'm so unhappy with it. I mean, it just it just gives me more reason to not see that movie. I already was like, oh, we're seriously making a fucking Fantastic Beasts film. It's awesome. It's so good. That first movie is. Possibly a better movie than any of the other Harry Potter movies. Wow. Now, that's a. I love the Harry Potter books and I think they're way better than the movie. But so the thing with the Harry Potter movies is they're aimed at the age that the children are in the films. So not only are the aesthetic choices and the story choices and the directing choices made for younger people in the earlier movies, but they, they get more mature and better as the kids get older. But when the kids get older, the stories of those books aren't as good as some of the earlier ones. So it's like a weird trade-off. Whereas this has a very whimsical story, more like the younger Harry Potter stories. But all the characters in it are adults. The youngest characters mm. in this book are like early 30s. So it's right. made for people our age. Like this movie and this story was more made for people who grew up watching Harry Potter and are now young adults. As opposed mm, to being children that are, are finally coming into like early adulthood. So it's also basically Harry Potter meets Pokemon because he's just traveling New York catching these crazy magical yeah. creatures. <laughs> it's, so it's, it's, it's honestly your perfect movie. It's though. very Pokemon. When I watched that movie, I was like, <laughs> oh, because I always thought a live action Pokemon would be a terrible idea. Still think Ryan Reynolds voicing Pikachu is an awful, <laughs> awful detective horrible idea horrible idea as we've seen pikachu speaking is already a scary prospect for most people but oh yeah if they did anything like fantastic beast it'd be great (laughs) god that was such a terrible decision on there how are you feeling about well i mean uh it was as explained by one of our listeners it was a dream a fever dream that ash was having yeah I mean, haven't we all had fever dreams where we've imagined Pikachu <laughs> talking? Uh, I mean, I've had fever <laughs> dreams of Pikachu, but Pikachu was not talking, if you know what I mean. <laughs> he was just sucking your dick. Oh. Getting that thunderbolt. that thunderbolt. Oh, yeah. Thundershock. Mm. I have been playing some games. You've been playing some games? Getting into what? PUBG? PUBG. Been, oh, I came second this was the closest i've ever come in a solo game before. oh yeah i got second place you saw i sent that to you guys earlier this week yeah you got second with no kills though yeah but that doesn't matter i came second with seven kills but that doesn't make a difference second place is second place no like if (laughs) how did your uh showdown go uh not well i had like no ammo left so ah gotcha yeah yeah mine was um my my showdown. So I had seven kills in the game. I was I was on a roll, and then the map enclosed around just um, you know the fields with the big tumble like hay stacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where the showdown was. So there was like no cover. So and it was me and a dude in like a buggy, 
and if someone has a vehicle at the end of the game, like they can just run you over, absolutely, like yep. easily, and just get. I mean, depending on where it is, but yeah. And yeah, well, this there was a lot of open area, so yeah. Um, you couldn't just get on top of the hay. No, because it wasn't like the the circle was like feet big. Yeah. At the at you know, towards the end of it, and so I'm just kind of lying in the grass, and he's trying to kind of just drive everywhere to just run over whatever and um i pop out and start shooting and then he pops out of his but he has his buggy for cover so he's like ducking behind it and shooting and yeah he just uh he killed me but oh god i was shaking after that that game is once you once you get the controls down and everything um that game is so really did fun. you they just put out an update to make it play better. Did you also read about the thing you can do to make your game run better? Turning Capture. off, allowing broadcast. Yeah, I actually yeah, I noticed that. that it worked better, too, on my end. Like, yeah. noticeably. Yeah. I'm not really yeah, having the same problem with doors. Problem. I'm not, like, walking forward nearly as often and it's just kicking back on me. Yeah, it's not rubber banding no, as much. It's yeah, playing way better now since that update yeah. and then turning off the capture on it, which I guess that's just, I'm like, curious. a CPU thing. I don't know. Yeah, I'm curious as to see. yeah. Well, it's definitely because it's always it's always recording, recording yeah. whilst you're yeah. Playing, I got to tell so, Alex and Dan to um, turn that off. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm really enjoying PUBG despite all of its faults. I mean, it was faulty on yeah. the computer. So I actually have a complaint about PUBG. Mm. So and, and this is going to be like something that make me stop playing it for a while if this shit keeps happening because okay. I've been playing squad mode. Sure and. Multiple games now. I'll go into a building right at the start of the game with my squad. We each like pick our own building. I'll stock up, and someone will come into my building on my team, kill me, and then take all my stuff, and I just get team killed. I didn't know you could kill people. Yeah, I've squad. been getting. I've been team killed close to half a dozen times, maybe now. That's and there's horrible. no reporting. I don't believe there's any kind of banning in this game yet. I don't think they have anything built in for that, for the beta at least. I don't know what it's even like on PC as far as that goes. But I've experienced That's a so number of squad killing, and it's so dumb. It's really stupid. It's so dumb. Because it's, A, it, like, it just sucks. But, B, like, if you're in a squad, like, you need every man you can Well, get. also, who's this fucking asshole? Like, it's a fucking beta game, right? Like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Like, people are yeah. just trying yeah. to play this game. Everyone's excited for it. And you're like, I'm just going to go team killing. It's not... It's not like Halo. It's not like a first-person shooter where the person's going to respawn, you know, and your team's just going to take minus one. Like, you've just eliminated that person from the game. And it's such a I mean, waste of time to, like, they'll, I match think they, up, load they know in. because they'll get away with it. It's bullshit. It's so stupid. I reported them. <laughs> I, I oh, fucking yeah. took the time uh, to go into the Xbox app thing. I would. And, like, open the thing up and, like, write what they did and then report. I was like, fuck these guys. <laughs> it's such a title. Fuck those guys. Only because there's no there's no monitoring of that stuff right now. If there was, I wouldn't give a shit. But because then these people would get banned. They would get soft bans, hard bans, whatever. I'm sure eventually there'll be some some system in place. I um I uh only play squad if I like have like if we're playing. You know like oh if we if you guys aren't on, I'm playing solo. Yeah, there's something more fun sometimes about squad though because. When you do solo, all 99 other people spread out all over the map. When I do squad, there's a much better opportunity for me and a couple people to get a whole area to ourselves to, like, gear up. As mm -hmm. opposed to I pick 
an area with a couple houses and so did six other people and so the game's just sometimes over so fast like are i need you to do all, fucking shit are you all are you all chatting no fuck that i'm not putting a headset on i don't want to talk to these it's people so it, but being in a squad is so useful when you're to have chat because you can be like hey i have oh here's a backpack and shit like when we play it, there's a lot of conversation happening one of the times i just i got in a solo game close to winning mm -hmm. What I did was I just collected a ton of bandages and health packs and painkillers. And I didn't have a lot of weapons, but the game circle was closing over the water. So I just went into the water and I would just stay <laughs> underwater the whole time. And I would just come up for a brief second to catch air and then just go back down underwater. And no nice. one saw me. I was one of the final right. people. The area got so tiny. That's hilarious. Yeah, I've been I've been in a, a situation like uh, one game I was in, the circle was closing, and it was the bridge. Like, the bridge was the only playable part that was on the Yeah, that was almost what happened with mine. There was, like, a little bit of land, the bridge, and the water. I love that about the game because it just really – every end game is different. Like, if you get to the end game, obviously. Um, the most frustrating thing, <laughs> we were playing a game the other night with, uh, actually there was five of us. Who, who was the fifth person? Uh, sorry, one of our friends, of James. Gotcha. So we were playing, <clears throat> it was crazy because we were all on chat, but there were two games going on because you can only have a squad of four. Yeah, that was pretty so funny. We were... the, Alex and I, when we started that, thought there was no fucking way Dan was going <laughs> to be was okay gonna with work. this. We just, we <laughs> thought this was going to be one of those things that was going to drive him nuts. I, I don't know if it's because we said this at the beginning that he didn't complain about it. Yeah, and he was like, well, I can't complain about it now because they've raised the fact that I'm going to Well, because we're playing two different games, but we're all yeah. in the same party. So we're yeah. like, hey, I'm over here. You're over there. And it's just like I'm hearing three other people <laughs> talk about a game being like, do you need this gear? Oh, hey, does anyone have this? But like. I can't answer them because I'm not in the game with them. Right, right. And then it was also the problem that, like, we would just keep rotating people. So it wasn't the yeah, same two the people game, or yeah, the other. It wasn't always the same people in the same game. So you had to be, like, <laughs> quick and be like, okay, wait, who's on my team this time? Right. I wish they could have, like, uh, ten teams of five. matchmaking things. So, like, we could have done, like, like sorry, maybe yeah, duos like tw or something. 20 teams of five or... I, I want them to add that Fortnite mode, that 50 on 50. I want to try that. That would be fun. That would be really fucking great. I'm sure I'm sure they'll steal that because they'll look. They should. You stole our idea, so we're going to steal yeah. yours. You stole our idea, but which I, we stole. There was one <laughs> There was one game, though, we played where we... Because I, I, since I've played the game, I guess, the most, I'm usually the guy that says, okay, we're going to land here. Oh, I've got, it. I got that shit locked down now. I got that map. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Sure, I'm sure now that people, you guys are, are easily well-equipped to uh, take on the lead, the guru role. But um, we landed so far. Like, we couldn't have landed further from the safe zone. Yeah. <laughs> and then most of the game was us just running, running yep. and healing. It was a fucking nightmare. I got pretty close. And then and then we got vehicles, but we like I drove mine into a river. You overturned, <laughs> like I think Alex overturned yours. Yeah, actually, that was a really fun moment. The first one of the first times we were playing in that squad group, and I'm playing with Dan. Dan's driving, and we end up in the river. And I hadn't actually been in the water yet. I wasn't sure if you could swim. I didn't think right, you well, could go underwater. Was. I figured it'd be like older GTA games where you could just swim on top of it. So when it crashed yeah. into the water and sunk to the bottom of the river and i was like stuck in the car at first i was like yo this is crazy yeah because that doesn't even happen the, in grand theft auto like that 
Yeah, and getting out of the car is like such a hassle because it's a different button. Yeah, and then I was just like, wait, how do I swoop to the top? I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, that was wild. That was wild. So the game's not the most pretty, but there's times, especially, I mean, I'm playing on the Xbox One X. There's times where I'm playing this right. game, and it looks fucking phenomenal, especially with like yeah, the 4K the, HDR. The, uh, the, the disparity between the, the worst it looks, it looks best when you're just standing still, right? When you're moving, the pop-in is awful. Yeah, but the pop-in's like, getting literally... way better since that update. I've been trying to catch up on some other games because PUBG, when it came out, I was like finishing up Wolfenstein oh, I see. and some other stuff. And then PUBG came out and it was all I was playing. So the past couple of days, I've actually been trying to go back and finish some stuff up. So I haven't played too much since the patch came out, but maybe I'll give it a give it a oh, whirl. Oh, it's a big difference. It's a huge okay. difference. And when you're dropping okay. out of the plane, everything is still popping in like crazy. But oh, of course, yeah. There's no way to get around that. That's going to happen because you're like a mile right. above the entire map. Like that's always that they're, they're never going to be able to perfect that. No, I can't wait for the the new map though to come out because that's going to be it's a much smaller map. It's like less than half the size, but it's the same amount of players. So that's a a deadly a deadly. At some point or another, I need to get back into the Breath of the Wild DLC because I have done nothing with it. I'm planning on doing that a lot over the holidays because I really am trying to decide whether I want to take my Xbox home. Man, I got to give a shout out to the Xbox One X. I think this is going to be my go-to over my PlayStation. For multi-platform really games? Sucks. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Seems like that would make sense. Like, I mean, there's obviously a ton of great exclusive PlayStation games coming out that I can't... Like, all my favorite games next year are going to be... Um, like the Spider-Man game, yeah. God of War, like those are going to be great. But like Red Dead Redemption 2, if there is a substantial difference between it on Xbox One and the PS4 Pro, I'm getting it on the Xbox. I don't think people expected it to actually be as much much better than the PS4 Pro that, that it actually is. Like the fact that we are actually playing full 4K, not even just upscale games right now, shocks me because the current console gens, like the regular Xbox and PS4, failed to deliver 1080p a lot of the time. Yeah. Both of them did. Yeah. Oh, so the yeah. fact that this thing, they were like, well, we still haven't gotten you 1080p. We're just going to jump to 4K. <laughs> I thought there was no way. I, I figured maybe a handful of Microsoft-only titles would be it. Well, but, sp speaking of that, I played and have been playing a little bit of The Witcher 3 since it got it just oh, got yeah, that its looks fantastic, I Xbox hear. One patch. What I love about it is it does off give you options. It has a performance mode where it uh, dynamically scales between 1080 and 4K to hit 60 frames per second. Oh, I've heard about that. Um, and then it has a, f a 4K mode where it's native 4K at 30. At 30, yeah. And I'm not a huge fan of dynamic scaling. Um, it just doesn't keep a consistent 60. Whereas even if I'm playing at 30 frames... And it's kind of a cinematic game, so it's not. It's yeah, not... I don't feel like you need The Witcher to be in uh, <laughs> 60 frames. Yeah, a exactly. Second. So I've been running it. Seems it like it's probably fine. I've been running it at 4K, and I might want to write something about this, but I'm really glad to be returned. I'm really glad that I got to play, because I played The Witcher 3 when it first came out on PC, because I had a PC rig at the time that mm -hmm. could handle it, but I just, I fucking hate gaming on the PC. For me, it's always a pain because. You're just, we're, we just got some new emails just oh. for that. Like, not yet, but now that you just said that, 
we're gonna get cast. oh i'm sure look i've got i understand why people game on the pc no cause... tom said he hates pcs <laughs> and pc gamers <laughs> yeah fuck PC that's what gamers. i heard fucking nerds that's what Losers. i heard um it, it just to me it's always been about i will I'm constantly in settings and tweaking the performance and set, you know, switching between. Also, as much of a nightmare interface as the Xbox feels like it is, <laughs> trying to find friends and play with games online with friends on a PC, it's like every game has its own system. Yeah, There's no oh, unified yeah. platform for it. Yeah. It's a fucking nightmare. And most things don't have a built-in chat function, so you have to like go to a third-party chat function to yep. make that happen. Holy shit, speaking of chat, Tom, one of my longest complaints ever about the Xbox One, mm. Dan and Alex will attest to this as well, the stupid included Xbox official chat headset breaks constantly. It's why we've wanted a wireless one like the 360. Sure. Mine broke the other day, as people may have known if they saw our PUBG stream because you couldn't really hear me. I went out the next day picked up a new headset when we were all going to play lo and behold they have put a new piece of like rubber and plastic and reinforced the cable mm. in the spot where it would break all the time beautiful i'm so happy yeah. that that thing because i don't i don't want a full-on gaming headset i want to use my tv speakers i don't want to just have left and right ears on i just sure. want a chat headset it's really fucking stupid that microsoft couldn't figure this out though why we can't get a wireless headset, I know their bullshit reason, but with the Xbox One X, they could have built Bluetooth into it so we could get a chat headset. It's is Bluetooth in the controller? No, the controller does not use Bluetooth. The new controllers use Bluetooth. Oh, for the computer. But they for the Xbox, they use Wi-Fi. Right, but they have the Bluetooth yeah, technology they do have the in Bluetooth. the controller. Like... Yeah. But isn't that so you can play wireless on the computer, I think? Correct. But it's yeah. it would just take some programming right it, it's not a chip like it's I just guess. a bluetooth chip yeah it's fucking stupid man yeah. it's real stupid that they did this i don't know how they fucked that up the chat headset the wireless chat headset on the xbox 360 was amazing why they decided it all had to be wired again i have no fucking idea or if or no if they sense. make a headset that has that like little thing you slot into the bottom with bluetooth in it and then yeah well why don't they do that because, because I feel like Xbox Bill Spencer, is still putting you out. Fucking fuck you. Listen, <laughs> not fuck you. You're making no, some good stuff. No, he fucking saved Spencer, the Xbox One. <laughs> yeah. Like Phil Spen I mean, the, current, the Xbox One X is the sequel to the Xbox 360 that I always wanted. Mm. That being said, I still don't have a good chat headset. I just have one that <laughs> looks like it's not going to break. That's to be determined. We don't know for sure. You that could, could just be a, a bullshit thing. You could get a PlayStation wireless headset. Oh, no, you don't want a whole, like... I don't know. I could do that for Xbox also. Right. They make wireless headsets for Xbox One, but all of them are, are two cans. I want right. a single ear. I want a chat headset. I want something small out of the way. I don't want a big thing over my head mm. when I'm playing the game because why do I have speakers? Why do I have, like, a nice TV sound if uh, I'm going right. to put on a fucking headset? Yeah, I mean, I live in a, in a Brooklyn apartment with two other people... I yeah. utilize my headset a lot just because right. my one friend goes to bed at like 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't have that situation. So yeah. like, I don't. And I actually have a wireless headset like that for the 360 that I can still use on the Xbox One. It right. just doesn't work with chat. Mm. But I can do that if I wanted to for regular sound. So I don't. Tom. Yes. Do you want to hear some reader mail? 
I've been waiting for this. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so this one came in from The Mage. Mm. Hello, Unranked Podcast. I was recently watching Tom PUBG Twitch stream. Yes, and I um, told him to send us an email, boss. so thank you and for doing did. that. Anyway, it gave me a great idea for a question during the stream. Tom was killed by someone punching him to death despite having a gun. <laughs> so it made me wonder, what's the most embarrassing video game death you wish no one ever saw? P.S. Uh, I hope you had fun at Dave & Buster's, Tom. I did have fun at Dave & Buster's. Dave & Buster's is awesome. I cannot wait to go back. Real quick about Dave & Buster's. It's mostly just iPhone games that they've turned into arcade machines. There was a Flappy Bird machine. There was a uh, Cut the Rope machine. A Crossy Road machine. There's a mobile Spider-Man game. All of these games now are just games I can play on my phone, but giant cabinets. And then they had like old arcade stuff. But at the front, it was all mobile games in arcade form, which was nuts. But it was cool. Anyway... You have something um, to say. You look like you have something to say. No, I'm. I'm actually just thinking about the questions. So like, what's oh, yeah, the most sure. embarrassing death I've had? I mean, that one was pretty. Uh, PUBG deaths are sometimes very embarrassing. Yeah, I, I've I mean, been. I've given embarrassing deaths and I've received them. When I died in like fifth place at the end of that game, it was I was just in the water, like just coming up there. <laughs> I had no weapons on me. I was just healing over and over. Um, gosh, I know I had a lot of stupid ones in like Super Smash Brothers. Where it just yeah. like pressed the wrong button or it did the wrong thing. Like there's definitely like a couple dozen times where I probably had a bomb bomb and I would go to throw it and it hit something in front of me or I'd hold yeah. it too long and explode in my hands and I go. Or flying. in a lot of first person shooters, you like throw a grenade, you don't oh, even man. Right, it bounces off a wall, comes back to you. Definitely golden eye days where I forget where I put a remote mine or a proximity mine and I blow my own <laughs> face up. It's definitely a lot of stuff like that. <laughs> same thing in halo i've definitely mm -hmm. had times in halo where i had the rocket launcher and i'd blow myself up yep. like an idiot yeah that's definitely happened as well so there's a number of them it's hard for me to keep track probably because i, I do make a lot of mistakes <laughs> I, I play games in no way do i ever pretend to be the best gamer oh, there's no, some games no. that i think i'm very good at yeah but they're few and far between if I'm yeah. being honest. And I so. think that like the most embarrassing deaths I've ever had been so embarrassing that I have wiped them. From. Yeah. I've just blocked them out. Of like my Rick mind and Morty. At this point. <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. Uh, Morty's right, mind so, blowers. So this one came in from Mike. It says, hey, Unranked Podcast. And I wonder if this is the same Mike that tweeted us today. We got a Mike on Twitter tweeted us today that said they've been listening since August and they just caught up. So they like just finished uh it's taken me since august but i finally listened to all the unranked podcast episodes and now i don't know what to listen to <laughs> what to do or listen to Good. i hope this so is the wait, same mic he... oh it he's is listen to every it's the episode? same mic he's listened to every episode yeah um go check out the election yeah if you haven't good. listened to the election the election's great uh, well and you know what though he's gonna be happy listening to this right now because if he's listening if he's right hearing now. this on friday on Monday, I'm putting out our second part of our campaign, woo woo. and then on Friday, we have our holiday special, so oh, we'll yeah. have an extra episode this week for him to listen to as well, so that's fun. Uh, and then go listen to the Zeitheist podcast. Tom was on. Yes. And the first episode. The first episode is so yeah. funny. What? Weren't you on a sci-fi podcast recently? 
yeah, but um, that... Do they, do they it, not have it in the iTunes store? No, they do. The episode just isn't out. It's called The Fandom Files is the name of the podcast. Um, so I was on Sci-Fi. So Sci-Fi, the, the channel, has a web outlet called Sci-Fi Wire, and they have a podcast called The Fandom Files, and I was recently on it to speak about Power Rangers. Yeah, why isn't this out yet? Or is it just not going to be on their stream? Um, it w- it was always going to. They just recorded a bunch of interviews like together and yeah. are just putting them out because there is no like timeliness to it. Well, and but then, you say that, but like they're every week according to this. When I'm looking, they at it. they are, but they had or they had recorded basically that was about two weeks ago, and then he was the guy Jordan who mm. runs the podcast is like we're not putting this out for two weeks because we've already recorded some other stuff i see and then i think like they did a second i'm hoping you did a shout out to the other podcast i did i did we have we have more listeners than they do so yeah really that's funny we we have more listeners that's funny um and definitely more uh reviews so yeah Uh, it looks like a new show too it is it just it just came out recently all right, so let's get back to Mike's email. Hey, yes. Unranked Podcast. I've been binge. This is great because we just I just got the message from him today that he finished this, and this is from a week ago. Hey, Unranked Podcast. I've been binge listening to your backlog of episodes since August, and I'm almost caught up. Just finished the first episode of the campaign, which I'm loving, by the way. I'm a big fan. Listening to you guys chat about games makes me feel like I'm among friends, so thanks for giving off that friendly vibe. You wouldn't Welcome believe it with family. how much we shit on each other. i mean that's what friends do yeah i guess that's true fucking asshole onto the meat of the email zelda breath of the wild i'm sure at this point you know one game of the year at the game awards i'm sure at least three of you are super happy with this decision i however am not i'd like to offer a different perspective on this awful game (laughs) and i'm not here to troll i'm just a gamer reaching out to other gamers oh boy i wish alex was on this episode i know we should get him. We should bring this up to him next time. Yeah, he'll he'll hear it, and then we'll forget because we're not recording next week. So by the time we're literally not recording again until 2018. So crazy. My experience with Breath of the Wild was such: I played as Link in an empty world, fighting the same three enemy types, waiting for the same rain to stop raining, trudging through the s- the slow story with major pacing issues, boring short dungeons, terrible voice acting, a really sad whiny Zelda, and a fight with Ganon that didn't incorporate the Master Sword. Maybe it was just my play style because I explored every part of the map as I went on and took my time. I had over 100 shrines done before storming Hyrule Castle. Same thing, man. Uh, I kind of wish I had just done that earlier in retrospect. I just found the game to be a letdown. It wasn't fun. It didn't feel like a Zelda game. It was a bit too big for its own good. The music wasn't that great either. I will say, however, that I did enjoy Hateno Village. Nintendo did a good job there. My question is very simple. Why did Breath of the Wild deserve Game of the Year? It feels like a 5% version of Skyrim. What makes it better stand out more than, say, Horizon or Super Mario Odyssey? I feel like everyone is raving about this game, but I just can't see what's so special about it. I realize my essay of an email can't likely be read on the podcast. (laughs) Ah, you're wrong. Well, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) In its entirety, but maybe it'll spark some discussion or at least make Alex groan a few times. Thanks for all the fun hours of content, guys. Keep it up. Looking forward to episode 100. And make sure you suck it. Sincerely, yours, Psychic Mike. P.S. Wind Waker is my favorite Zelda from Measure. You Ooh. and him have something in common then. I know, which is why I found this so interesting because Wind Waker is no longer my favorite Zelda. Ah. It is now Breath of the Wild. I'm really bummed. I'm sorry. Thank you for sending this in, Mike. I mean, it is a very, 
I mean, we'll go, we're going to go through this, but it's a very it's a great email, and I don't think you're necessarily wrong with what you the problems you perceive this game to have. And I'm just sorry, Alex isn't here to give uh, yeah. give a little. Rebuttal. I feel like a lot of his complaints are a matter of perspective because when you compare this to a game exactly. like Skyrim, you're thinking about the game wrong. Yes. Right. Like it's not it's not meant to be like Skyrim. The only thing that's the same is that it's an open world. But otherwise, it's not a quest fetch game. You're not leveling up. You're not yeah. doing the same things. The reason so so. He says, what makes it, I'm looking at the email now, what makes it better slash stand out more than, say, Horizon or Super Mario Odyssey? Horizon, Super Mario Odyssey, great games, and if an outlet gave them game of the year, I wouldn't hesitate to be like, great choice, because those are two great games. Neither of them do any reinvention, really, of their genres. Horizon's cool, it's got dinosaurs, but it is, there isn't anything unique about it. Um... It looks beautiful. Super Mario Odyssey, again, it's it does some new things, but it's it's not drastically different. Zelda is this game that it is what you make of it. It, it is something where you explore. Uh, I mean, I think if Super Mario Odyssey came out in a year where Breath of the Wild didn't come out, maybe would it? I think Odyssey is actually really different. Just in the fact that this is the first Mario game where basically the goal is to not play as Mario interesting you know like i'm never having as much fun in super mario odyssey when i'm playing as mario as when i'm playing as someone else but no one is going to like even if super mario odyssey does reinvent mario no one's looking at super mario odyssey and being how can we apply that to our game oh i think they will but not in the same way zelda did zelda was more groundbreaking in a way that mario wasn't that's that's certainly true it's it's just i it I think it's just hard to put any game next to Zelda. This game was so different. It was such a such a leap. Um, I feel like he... Oh, okay. So then he sends... He does send a follow-up, which it w- he says, I guess I'm just wondering if the Zelda name wasn't attached to Breath of the Wild, will it still have received the same amount of critical acclaim? Now, here's my argument against that, and this is kind of the crux of everything. Saying if this hadn't been a Zelda game, would it have done so well... A, I think it's still really groundbreaking. B, you can't say, well, if right. something wasn't... you Because you, it's like saying, well, if this wasn't on the... Because yeah. I'm sure if this was just a Wii U game, like, how would we feel about Zelda Breath of the Wild if it was just for the Wii well, U? Also, yeah, just as good. Just as good. A lot of people but played the it Wii, on the Wii the, U. Playing it on the Switch, though, gives it that extra... Gives um, it that extra. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I, I don't think it... That's necessarily true. Uh, I would be surprised, actually, if at least in the first couple months, more people played it on Switch than on Wii U, just because there were two or three million well, Switches the first you know, few months, and there were 14 million Wii U's. There were actually more z- copies of Zelda sold on the Switch than there were Switches sold. Well, yeah, but there's, there were still you know, eight times as many Wii U's than Switches at that point. Oh, sure, time. sure. So... But pretty much everyone that had a Switch was was Correct. Zelda. Of course. That's true. But um, the, the argument of the, if this isn't a Zelda game, it's kind of like saying, well, if it didn't have this, if it didn't have that, like you can't argue for well, an also, alternate reality. Well, also, it is a Zelda game. game. It's, it's, exactly. I mean, he says it doesn't feel like a Zelda game, but that's because it doesn't feel like a Zelda game that's based on Ocarina of Time. This feels like right. a Zelda game that's based on the first Zelda. This is the most... Yeah. The Legend of Zelda has been since the first Legend of Zelda. This is the equivalent mm. to 
that very first Zelda game. Because in the very first game, you were this. I felt like this was just a reboot of the original Zelda title. Am I wrong mm-hmm. about that? The, no, no, no. The dungeons were I, I, so simple in that game. I played. I played the first. And and yeah, he talks about he talks about the the short, boring, short dungeons. Honestly, I loved the shrines, and I just thought that oh, it was great. Is he because complaining about could... the shrines there, or the dungeons, because the dungeons. Well, he's saying, bo- if I don't know if he's referring to. I think he's referring to the dungeons, to the divine beasts, not the shrines, because the dungeons were short, and I think the dungeons are the worst part of the game, also. I, I, I didn't have a problem with the Divine Beasts. I liked... Whether he's talking about the Divine Beasts or the I th- Dungeons... I think he's definitely talking about Divine Beasts, but I could be wrong. What what I loved about Zelda Breath of the Wild is that I could parcel my time with it in any way I s- wanted to. I could slot my Switch into my TV and play for a couple of hours, bash, you know, knocking out a Divine Beast and some Shrines... Or I could, if I was just, you know, on my lunch break at work, I could pull it out and, like, tackle, like, one or two shrines before I had to go back. Like, I loved the kind of build-your-own-adventure. I mean, the greatest thing about Zelda was when it first came out. I remember we were talking, and we were playing, and you had gone, like, one direction on the map— Alex had gone another, and I was, like, in a completely different Yeah, path. I did almost nothing in that game until I climbed every tower. I, I wanted to fill yeah, out right. the map before I even played the game. <clears throat> and we were talking about... I was telling you about this adventure I had, and, like, I think I was telling Alex, I was like, I found this beach town, and there's all this yeah. shit to do here, and there's this great shrine. He was like, oh, I'm so And I found that away. island before either of you guys, that one uh, Eventide Island, and I was Eventide telling you guys, island. like, you have to go there. Yeah. Even Tide Island Even is my Island favorite awesome. part of that game. So I think that, okay, maybe it's not as densely populated as Skyrim, but that that with quests and not as densely populated with people and necessarily things, different things to see. But that that isn't necessarily a factor, for me at least, in... Um, in just determining if a game is good, yeah, is just the qu- quantity. It's that whole quantity over quality just, argument. It was meant to be a different type of Zelda. It was meant to be more like if you what is the original Legend of Zelda in 3D, and it's not Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time was what is a link to the past in 3D, where the games became mm. a lot more complex and had all these different systems and item requirements and like. Oh, we're gonna let you unlock this next section because now you have the grapple, like you have the quick shot, and now you can unlock this next section because you have the boomerang, and now you can unlock. Like that's what it became. It became almost right. Metroid-esque in getting upgrades and being allowed into the next sections. Whereas the original Zelda, you could go to different dungeons pretty much right away. You could choose your right. own adventure, and it was all about. Sur- it was a survival game. It was like an action survival which, game, which is definitely you can you feel that in in this game, yeah, as well. And the pacing issues of the story, I mean, that was just going to happen because it is this kind of open world you can piece together however you like. So the story is designed in a way that you experience it in whatever order you want. Yeah. I like the story in Zelda Breath of the yeah. Wild. I think it's... It's fine. I think it's solid. I think it's fine. I don't, thi- I don't think it's as gripping as something like Ocarina. But again, you can't compare the two yeah. because Ocarina is this linear... This is the first mission. This is the next mission. The this next one of these is probably going to be sick because then they can focus more on the details. The one, I mean, look, I agree with some of his critiques. I actually don't think the Divine Beasts were good. I thought they were kind of lame because they were all the same system in each one. Um, 
and it was a little lackluster to not get like a cool item. I mean, we did get the powers, so that was fun, but I did miss a the little. The divine bit of... beasts are not memorable. Yeah, in a they're way not. That, say the dungeons from. And they also are. they none of them had their unique look. They all looked the same. Yeah. All... I wouldn't be able to tell you which dungeon I was in. And then they all had just the same puzzle mechanic of, like, rotating them. The Divine Beasts were the weakest part of that game, and one of my biggest complaints. The other one is that they needed more enemy types, and I totally agree Correct. with that. I, I got yep. tired of seeing the same enemies as well, and there's so many enemies in Zelda that they could have pulled from, and I imagine it just has to do with, like, the game was just so big at, yep. at the point at which they made it, and now in the next one, they could probably focus on doing more of that. I totally agree. There's... Way too many good fucking Zelda creatures to be fighting to only have fought the same dozen. Zelda is is totally a game that just like in the uh, Breath of the Wild is just like in the way you can build it. You're gonna make your own opinion of it in in a way that I think isn't a applicant pliant. I don't know what the word is applicable. That's the one that isn't applicable to other games and. For some reasons that people may love it, you're going to not like it, and vice versa. But I I mean, I don't know if I have to argue why it's Game of the Year. Like, you're definitely, like, you're totally valid to your opinion, but it is, that is the minority opinion. Pretty much everyone yeah, but that's fine. is loving you, this game. Just, yeah, just because, totally fine. I mean, you know, a lot of people do and say a lot of things, and they're wrong. For instance, there's a lot of people out there that think The Last Jedi is a terrible movie. They're absolutely not right. Uh, it's certainly not the best Star Wars. <laughs> it's definitely not the best. Certainly not the best Star Wars. Uh, I think that's. I think. I mean, go to the Zeitgeist podcast to hear our review. I think the people that. I think people are super disappointed by it because it's the movie that kind of needed to be the best. No, Star I. Wars I. Film. Th- I think people are disappointed about it because it's not real. Like the outrage, the Rotten Tomatoes outrage is all fake. It's bots. It's all bots. Right. It's not real. And you know that because there's this thing called cinema score, which there's two things that tell movie studios how a movie's going to perform, and it's the cinema score and it's the critic reviews. And that's how they know, like, is the weekend box office going to translate into follow-up weekend box offices? Are people actually enjoying it, or is it just critically acclaimed? And it got a cinema score of A, which they get by asking people as they actually mm. came out of the movies, as opposed to something on Rotten Tomatoes where there's a handful of people online that don't like something, and they're always so much louder than everyone else, so they create this dialogue of it being shit and then they use bots and they use their resources of their community to go and make these stupid campaigns but the fact of the matter is i've actually seen so little of people i personally know actually disliking it i know a couple but most people i know generally liked it even if there were things they didn't like about it all right where is this email i got did he send it to my personal email did he dm you did i put it in the trash maybe it's not in maybe it's not in at at Unranked Podcast. Maybe it's in the other email. Hold on a second. Oh, yeah, he sent it to my personal email. Okay, here we go. Weird. This came in from Dan Ween. Seeing that I'm going to miss the show this week due to my schedule's overall shittiness, I wanted to send this email in hopes that Chris will see it before reading. I know sometimes he sees these emails, and weeks go by, and nobody gets to lay his eyes on them. I don't know if he realized that he actually sent this to my personal one when he wrote this. So my expectations are pretty low going in. If he does see it, you're sending this to me. You sent this to my personal email. If he does see it, I have two questions for each of you. If someone is missing the show, skip their questions. No big deal. I guess he had that in parentheses that I need to read that. Whatever. He sent it to my personal email. Uh, For Chris, his two are why those and toes or foes. We'll get back to that. And for Tom, your questions are can you juggle? And also, why didn't you do anything? You just sat there and watched. 
Uh, he had two questions for Alex. We won't read those. Um, I'm very confused. But, but we'll, we'll definitely read those the next time Alex is on and Dan is not. Uh, he looks forward to these answers or questions being ignored. Suck to the it. Uh, and that was from Dan Ween. Is this a riddle? I have no idea what this right. guy is asking well, me. Well, so I can't juggle. I'll, let me let me get to my questions first, and then you can think about yours. Okay. So why All those? Right. Um, you know, I've actually been thinking about this for a long time, and I put a lot of thought into which ones, you know, uh, of those. And yes. I, I think ultimately what it comes down to is as much as it's really going to make a lot of children unhappy this time of year, it was probably the important thing to do. So um, why those? It's because it was. I'm selfish. That's really what it comes down to. Mm. So for why those? I agree. I'm I, I, I'm I'm in alignment um, with you on that. And toes or foes? Uh, foes definitely foes. Definitely not toes. Not into foot fetish. Don't like big toes, especially when they look like a big old hairy knuckle. So foes, not toes. <laughs> foes, not toes. Tom. Can you juggle? My, my first question was, can I juggle? I wasn't Correct. sure if he meant like juggalo, but I think he does actually mean the act of like juggling. I am a terrible juggler. Can't juggle. Uh, can you jiggle? No. I I can jiggle. Oh, oh, oh boy, I can jiggle. I uh, can't juggle. I, I always looked at it as like, unless I'm ca- trying to become a circus performer, why would I learn this stupid, stupid, stupid thing? Um, and then the other one is, why didn't you stop it? Well, it says, why didn't you do anything? You just sat there and watched. Yeah, I'm lazy. You just that's it's, it. Just it, pure laziness. That's You're it. just pure laziness. I, I I was watching it and I was like, eh, what, You what saw it happening in what front really of you. Can I do? What 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 can you do? Stop, drop, and roll. I mean, what would you have done? That's what I voted Christian, on. I would at least me. stop, drop, and roll. I wouldn't have just sat there and watched. <laughs> I'd already I was on I was lying down, so I was had already stopped and dropped. That's a good point. That's a really good point. <laughs> All right, well Dan Ween, thank you for sending those in. Uh and then we have one last one that was this was a tweet to us. Wait, those were from Dan? Yeah, Dan Ween. And this this came in uh from Therese. And Therese wants to know mm. what is the best theme song of all time? All categories included. Movie, TV, video games, etc. So if we bring it down to commercials, TV shows, video games, and movies, I already answered this on Twitter. Theme song? Uh Dan Ween actually threw in an answer on Twitter as well for uh, one of the answers, and that's when she threw it over to at Unranked Podcast, and was like, "You guys should answer this." Mm. Dan said, "Captain Planet" for the TV show. After I had said uh, the Mar the X Men. Well, Captain Planet's a great theme song. I don't remember it. What? I didn't really. I didn't. I didn't really watch Captain uh, Planet. A little before your time. Still. The X Men theme song is fucking. That's awesome. why I picked that. Um, obviously, Star Wars has a memorable one. Um. Oh, shit, man. Oh, so are we competing? Are we choosing one per category? Yeah, I mean, or so one? I picked Jurassic Park for movie. I picked X Men Animated mm. Series for TV. For video game, I picked Pokemon. I went back and forth with Pokemon and Zelda for a long time. Uh, Pokemon, as in the anime? No, just theme? the standard theme for the game. What's What's the standard theme? Oh, come for on, are you kidding me here? I'll pull it up while while you're thinking, and then no, sing it, sing it. No, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna pull it up, and then. <laughs> Okay. For commercial, I picked Meow Mix. Meow Mix, Meow Mix, please deliver. Meow, Meow, Meow. Meow Mix yeah, is a yeah. great theme song. Captain Planet was made by Phil Collins, by the way. So, like, you know oh, really? it's going to well, be Maybe good. that's why. <laughs> um, yeah, the X-Men theme tune is... Hang on. Let me let me do a quick... Uh, Wishbone has a great TV show theme. You know what I was also thinking? A great commercial theme? Cars for Kids. 
I don't. I do you don't know, know that one? one? You live in New York. They play it all the time in New York. Oh, The Simpsons. Huh? The Simpsons. The Simpsons. For a, oh, for a TV show. Yeah, theme. that's not bad. Big Bang Theory. God. I mean, if you're gonna oh, if you're gonna go with dude. a full on song like that, then just go with Friends or Scrubs. Yeah, don't Friends, go with right. Flintstones. Oh wait, Doctor Who has a great Doctor Who has a good one. Doctor Who has a great one. That's very true. And it, it depends on the season. Like I like Tenants version. Oh, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. My bad. It's so good. Pokemon theme is so good. And then they sort of remake it in each generation. Yes, they do. They put a fun little twist, just like the Doctor Who theme. Yeah, despite all of, every, all of the shit I give Doctor Who. the What? So you don't like Doctor Who? I fucking love Doctor Who. Not anymore. I, I, I just couldn't take Stephen Moffat anymore. I'm going to jump back in with Jodie Whittaker. Yeah, it's going to be so good. Yeah. You got to watch the final Cause... Christmas finale because it's going to be the regeneration Ugh. of the 12th Doctor before it turns into... I'll watch it. I'll watch the, I'll watch the regeneration yeah. on YouTube. No, you should watch it because it's get, he's it's one of the specials where they're going to have the first Doctor back. I know, I know, I know what's going to be good. I am just... Uh... Whatever. All the hate Moffat Mo- gets, meanwhile, he's made some of the best entries into Doctor Who. So, whatever. Fuck all you haters. Like, everyone just likes to hate on Moffat <laughs> because they like to no, hate on Moffat. He's a, no, his season... Peter Capaldi's Doctor awful. has been one of the best Doctors. Easy. No problem. Which one? Peter Capaldi, the current Doctor. The current Doctor has been... So good. No thanks to him, though. I think it's all down to Peter, uh, Peter Capaldi's performance. Yeah, and the episodes that he had, and the storylines he had to go through. No. I also, just, River Song is amazing. It got so dumb. got so dumb. River Song is so good. Anyway, River Song? Yeah. Don't get me fucking started on River Song. We're, this is a, that, we'll save that for our Doctor Who podcast. <laughs> come on, come on Zeit High soon. We'll probably be talking about Doctor Who. We can complain about it. All right. Uh, well, well, I'll take a all nice right. big fat shit all over your river you song. Star Wars. Oh God, Star Wars has got to be it, right? Definitively. I mean, I'm going with um, Jurassic Park because the thing I was saying to my girlfriend was, I hate. I, the I Jurassic literally was Park like, theme. it's either Jurassic Park, Star Wars, Harry Potter, Jaws, and then I was like, wait, all of these are John Williams. <laughs> the first yeah. four things that popped into my mind were all John Williams. <laughs> I was watching. I was introducing Star Wars to my my lady friend, and she because she never seen them, and then she was like, "Did they just take the music from Harry Potter?" And I was like, "These movies came out twenty years yeah. before any Harry Potter film." Um, the greatest film scores. Oh, The Lord of the Rings. Boring. Indiana Jones. That's okay. Uh, uh. You got to pick one. We can't stay on this question forever. Yeah, I mean it's it's. You're going Star with Star Wars, Wars okay? A TV yeah. show? What are you picking? I think uh, The Simpsons. Okay, we need hot yep. takes on the Unranked podcast. Uh, video game. I mean Mario's Theme definitely up there video. too. Zelda. Zelda, yeah. Zelda or Mario are also, I think, very good, easy answers for those as well. Oh, you know what theme I fucking love? I love the music from Final Fantasy. Don't know what that is. Oh, it just some. There are some pieces from Final Fantasy that are just fucking amazing uh yeah all right well thank you everyone for the emails please send in more emails to email at unrankedpodcast.com we need emails for our power hour we have quite a few slots left so please send in power hour questions as well as general questions for more episodes on the show none of them will be read on episode 95 because we already pre-recorded that for the holidays but we will be back in the new year so email at 
unrankedpodcast.com. Send in more emails, definitely for the Power Hour, because on the Power Hour, if you don't know yet, we're going to answer one of your questions every 60 seconds and then take a shot. So, Did you say every 60 seconds? Yeah, these are going to be 60 seconds, Tom. It's going to be the sexiest Power Hour ever. It, it should also be like a hundred minutes. Maybe we do a hundred questions and we drink for maybe we do a hundred <laughs> shots. Oh, oh my for, god. I don't think that's gonna happen. But we're definitely oh, we're definitely doing sixty. We can, we're definitely doing sixty. We can try and we're 60 definitely doing questions. 60. So we take a shot, answer and I'm a question, not gonna bitch take a shot, out like answer last a question. Time. We're doing that for an hour. It's gonna get fucking wild. I'm gonna be streaming it on Twitch. So that's so that was my question. I'm definitely gonna be streaming this live. on Twitch. Yeah. I'm okay, for right. sure going to be streaming this on Twitch. I'm going to so, do some kind of practice ahead of time so that I can get it uh, just to make sure everything's working so that they can see our chat window so they can see good. everyone else as well. So right. this will be live on Twitch. The first ever live episode to interact with us. Yeah, I'm so, fucking stoked. It's going to be yeah, I was going to bring that up wild. to you after this recording. I was like, I think we should do episode 100 live. No, this is and then for people sure can, And then people live. can jump in the chat and ask us questions as we're live, it, too. So Maybe, yeah. We'll see. Maybe. But send them ahead of time. Uh, if you I, what I would like to do, and no one hold me to this, but what I would like to do is for our two-year anniversary, which is only five weeks after that. 200 minutes. <laughs> no, I would like to do another live episode where I'll set up a Google like voice number and people could call into the show. Ooh, I like it. That's because we've had a lot of people asking, can you call it? That's what I would like to do. I need to make we need to do a live show first, make sure it goes smooth. And then if that works, <laughs> yeah. then I will We need to do a live show where we get tremendously fucked yeah, up. Yeah, because if if it doesn't man. work, then who cares? Like we're wasted. Yeah, so, exactly. It's fine. Right. All right, Tom, you want to play a game? Oh, we're playing a game show. All right, so we're going to play a game of game or no game, Tom. This is my favorite game to play still. Explain it. And the way we play this game is I'm going to give you the titles of five video games, and then I will give you two explanations. One of them is a real summary. The other is a fake summary. And then there is a third option. Both of them might be fake. The entire game might be made up. So you have to decide, is it a game? Isn't it a game? And if it is, which one is the correct title? Tom, are you ready to play? Ready as I'll ever be. Then let's start the show. Also, now that I have this uh, soundboard for us, Tom, if you get the correct answer, you're going to hear this. Ooh. Because we're playing Gong, playing a little sure. game or no game. Ah, very good. So let's let's do a round of gong. Okay, our first one, Tom. The title is Healing Consumption. Healing Consumption. Okay. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. In this top-down maze runner, you must avoid the doctors and their needles. Gobble up as many apples as you can on your journey from one environment to the other to refill your stamina. Pick up vitamin C power-ups to temporarily overpower your doctors. Make it to the safe zone at the end of each level to win. And then I'm going to read you your okay. second summary. You play as Ronda Rotund in this 2D side-scrolling eat-em-up. Eat as many objects as you can while rolling your fat body through the course to increase your mass. <laughs> Crush enemies and bounce over danger to make it to the finish. And then, of course, the third option is being fake. I'm going to go with fake. Okay, and why do you say that? Um, I, The name of the game just sounds silly. And then the other two, I there was no kind of like discernible... Usually, like, one will stand out a little bit more. So, a combination of those two factors. Okay. Tom, the correct answer. Yes. 
is fake. Yay. That is a fake yeah, the name. Yeah, the name just sounded like, how are you going to, that just sounds not good idea, the name of the game. The top game is uh, Left 4 Dead meets Pac-Man. Mm. And the bottom game was just sort of uh, Donkey Kong Country meets, uh, what's that What's that game where you roll and get bigger? Katamari. Yeah, it's Katamari meets Donkey Kong Country. Very cool. So, Both sound interesting games. <laughs> I know, they, they both actually sound like not that bad. <laughs> As I wrote them, I'm like, these could be real good. All right, your second title, NSFW. NSFW also stands for Not Suitable not for safe. Work. Sure. Your first title. A 2D side-scrolling point-and-click puzzle game. You are staked with climbing the corporate ladder by solving a series of puzzles and avoiding your boss with stealth mechanics. Each new job presents new challenges and stealth abilities. Pull prank, fix your mistakes, and do all this without getting caught to win the rat race. Your second title summary. Sorry, your second summary is... A mobile party game for up to eight players. You and your friends are each dealt a different stack of app cards. Each round, you open a new fake app and have to play around in it for about 30 seconds, sometimes typing, swiping, or scrolling, and showing your other co-workers. One player has been randomly assigned the boss role at the start of the game. It's their job, at the end of each round, to use observation skills and ask employees questions to determine who's viewing NSFW content. Players have to bluff their boss's questions by explaining what they've been doing as to not get caught. The last employee standing wins. And then option three, fake. I really want the second one to be real because that sounds great, but I have a feeling that it's A. Okay, why do you feel that way? It's just, I don't know. There was a lot involved in the second description. So I'm going to go with A. A! That second game, I, I made a spin on Werewolf. So it's right, like a, a right. home. I should just start making these games. I need to just, like, get a Kickstarter campaign. You're going to become a game designer. Yeah. Like, I just need to, like, get a Kickstarter. Like, that's a great game. I would it play that game. game with a group of people. Yeah, that it, would be so fun. You just can use the name Not Safe for Work because it's safe whatever bullshit, side-scrolling, point-and-click. Yeah. Like, this could be great. Like, you have a bunch of different fake apps. Like, one of them's, like, a Tinder app. One of them's, like, porn or whatever. And then everyone else has, like, basic things, but they have to type and shit. And so then, like, the boss is, like, you're watching what everyone's doing on their phones. And that would be a great fucking game. I, sh I should make that game. <laughs> It'll be the unranked collection. How uh, many okay. game, How many? Uh, how many rounds? Five. Yeah, five. So two, uh, three more. Your next game, Sco uh, Stone Skyline. Stone Skyline. A voxel-based mining game. You play as a survivor of an underground race of humans. Long ago, after our world was made too toxic, we dug. We we dug. Dug. We dug into the ground to escape the poison planet. Now it's up to you to finally dig your people out of the vast underworld you've lived in for thousands of years and break through the seal that once trapped, uh, that once kept you safe from the outside world. <laughs> Sorry, I just need to pull this closer to me because I like skip words as I'm reading this or make the text larger also probably helps. Oh, I have it on my phone. I don't know why I'm looking at the computer. Okay, your second option. A prehistoric alternate history city simulator. During the Stone Age, the people of Earth discovered a black obelisk endowing them with great intelligence. Now the rise of man coincides with the world of dinosaurs. Build out the greatest stone city the Earth never had. Prepare for flocks of dinosaurs, T-Rex attacks, and devastating meteor events that your people will have to endure. And the third option, fake news. Or fake, fake history. I think it's B. I think it's B. So you think it's the, uh, the Flintstone SimCity game. 
Well, now that you've said that, and I know well, you're just... I mean, you're already locked in. I'm just... Yeah, no. I think it's B because I think the reason you fucked over A is because you wrote it. Like, you, fu- you stumbled on some words. I think it's because you were in a yeah. rush and you wrote it. So I don't think it's A. I don't think it's a fake game, so I think it's B. You're right. It is because I was in a rush and I wrote that top one. I originally wrote one sentence one way, didn't delete all of it. <laughs> if you go negative in Jeopardy, do you owe them money? But you're wrong because Stone Skyline is a fake game that uh, I made up. That is is a there fake... no kind of like womp womp womp? No, but I sh- I should get a uh, <laughs> we'll we'll get one of those. I'll I'll go ahead and record that now, and then later I'll I'll make that a thing, okay. or maybe I'll just get the soundbite of you asking if you lose money in Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> I that actually I love game or no game, but that the other day was my favorite new game. Oh, play. that's so good! I love that. Yeah, it's that so was, frustrating. That was a fun game. I, if you haven't listened to episode ninety three and you're listening to ninety four, go back, skip to the end, listen to the game we played. We played a new game last week. I mean, corrections. Skip. The game, the episode's pretty good too. The episode is good, but if you just want to hear corrections, jump back, listen to corrections. Then you know. Mm. So, all right. Overlook. Overlook is the title of the game. Is it a 16-player team-based game splitting into two teams of robots, the infected and the overseers? The infected robots have to pretend to be computer-controlled to outsmart the overseers, while the overseers have to determine which of the robots walking around are infected. If the infected robots can spread their virus before they're all caught, they win. Or, interactive story game based in the Grand Canyon National Park. You play as a park ranger when you spot a flare being shot into the sky one night, and you must set out to find and save the unfortunate campers. Danger and death creep up at every turn in this adventure, or fake. I think it's. I don't. I don't think it's fake. I think it's A, and I think it's either fake or A. B. It's like Overlook, Firewatch. Like I think you just kind of like had Firewatch in your head. Yeah, there's came up there's never been a ripoff title before. Yes, but I, also, <laughs> I know. But I, I think it's. Let's go for A. You going for A? Three out of four for Tom. The correct answer is A. It is a multiplayer title where you have two teams. One of them is sort of like that game. um, Wasn't it like Spy Party or something on PlayStation? I don't think it ever came out. Or maybe it finally did, but it was like you're at a party and one of them is a spy and someone else is like the hitman and you had to kill the person. It was like a great concept, but I don't think it ever like locked it in. All right. So your final title, Sinew. Is Sinew a side-scrolling mapping platformer adventure title? Which I think is a long way of saying Metroidvania. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, they're not going to put that. Uh, as the prime white blood cell in your host body... Oh, it's they're not going to you- put that, or are you not going to put that? Hmm. 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 <laughs> a side-scrolling mapping platformer <laughs> adventure title. As the prime white blood cell in your host body, it's up to you to stop the infectious disease that is spread throughout the system. Kill viruses, destroy bacterium, and absorb their genetic material. As you level up and become immune to their attacks, you can overpower and fight your way into clearing out the body. And the second summary? A third-person survival adventure title. A science experiment has gone wrong. You play as the husk called Sinew, a clone that has no skin. The people of your city are terrified of your muscular existence, and you must use your special abilities to swing through the city on your tendons, stretch out your ligaments and muscles like ribbons, and use the bones from your own body as weapons to fight off the secret lab that created you. That's just prototype two. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, uh, prototype two. the game you just described. 
Oh, is it really? That's really similar. Funny. Similar. And then the number three, pick. I'm going with A. Side scrolling. So the Metroidvania in the body. Yeah, because <clears throat> I think you caught yourself when you were like, oh, "I think they're trying to describe a Metroidvania," and I was like, "Oh, well, that's." I mean, unless you're trying to throw me off the scent, I think it's A. I think it's A. If you go negative in Jeopardy, do you owe them money? Uh, it's a fake game. I also thought that would be an option because I knew of how much of a rush you were in. And I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if three of these games were fake. Oh, no. If any, I, I mean, if anything, the reason I was in a, I guess the reason I was in a rush was because I had to come up with more stuff when they're fake. Right. You know, I have to write right. more to when they're fake. You have to come up fake. with two fake. Yeah. yeah. Two fake, the, uh... You know what I think? I think as much as I like having the fact that I can make completely fake games, I used to have three fake summaries. And that made it harder. I think only having two summaries makes it a yes. lot easier. Correct. I might maybe instead make the summaries all three sentences at most and then go back to having three. Because this seems easier when you can only pit two against each other. Yeah, but th- that being said, I still only got three out of five, which is average. Yeah, I guess like a 60%. Like, you wouldn't want that on a test. Yeah. So... Uh, if you would Good like to find out about uh, what were our two real games today, NSFW, uh, which actually the art looks great, and Overlook, uh, they're on Kickstarter. So, Tom. Yeah. I guess I'll see you next year. We'll see everyone else next year. Yeah. Next we'll be year. back next Happy week. Happy holidays to everyone. Yeah. There'll be, there'll be two episodes next week. Monday will be the campaign. Friday is going to be the Merry holiday special. Christmas. But um, other than that, we won't actually be recording again until next year. And when we come back, Either the first week of the month or the second week of the month, we're going to do the draft and have all the teams up for uh, the 2018 uh, fantasy draft. It's probably going to be the second week of the month. Probably not the first week of the month. It's Yeah, it's definitely going to be. Definitely not going to be the first week of the month back. So now that I think about it, because I'm going to want more time to put it together. Sure. Uh, so other than that, Tom, where can the people find you? Uh, I am Great Britom on everything except PlayStation, where I am Time Bomb Tom. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, hit me up on the Xbox. Yeah. All right. And I am found at Tweet Humes. I'm Insta Humes on Instagram. I am on Xbox as Henry Gale. I'm all over the place, but really, you can find me at SideHeist.com and here on the Unranked Podcast. Send us emails. Email at Unranked Podcast. We have the Power Hour, Episode 100, The Countdown, coming up. And Episode 100 Until live. next time, everybody, have a happy holiday, have a happy new year, and stay unranked. Suck it all the way. Oh, what fun it is to suck it on a one-horse open sleigh.